are listening to Omnis Protocol. I am Charles, also known as Omnis, and with me today is Jesse from Fury's Finest. What's going on, man? Man, I'm so excited to be here today talking about this format, which is completely new to me. It's, <laughs> it's really fun. It's, it's going to be great. I think it's a f- breath of fresh air for the game, and I'm looking forward to doing it with you, Omnis, like we did on my show. It was was a lot of fun building the X-Men roster from scratch on Fury's Finest. We talked forever, too. So there's a ton of information in there. But now we get to do something very different. And Jesse and I are going to go through the steps of Battle Realm. Uh, If if you haven't read that yet, this is basically a pick-ban format. Um, where it's kind of complicated to explain, but I think you'll get the gist as we go through it, where you get you have a 15-character roster, and at different steps, you're going to pick a character, and then your opponent gets to dismiss a character, and you end up with a smaller roster in the end that you're going to form your team from. Uh, and I think it's, it's going to be really interesting. So Jesse and I are going to kind of dive into this, but the very first step is you have two stacks of five... Um, extracts and five secures, and you only—it's just one at random. You don't really get a choice. Uh, but Jesse, since you're my guest, I'm going to give you the choice. Do you want to have priority, or do you want to be the off player? I'm fine with priority, but okay. I'm not. Yeah, either way. Okay, so uh, we'll give you priority. So that means uh, which which do you want to pick, secure or extract? So at this point, just visualizing this for the listener and even myself we would see each other's 15 models on the table right now, correct? Correct, yes. So that would make this decision a lot easier, in theory. (laughs) We would hope, or a lot more complicated. (laughs) Uh, I will do Extract. Oh, interesting. I was also planning to pick Extract, so we'll... Okay, so now we both (laughs) just... uh, Do you have your your cards handy? I do. Okay, so I'm shuffling up my Secures to take one. Oh, for the listeners... I have Demons Downtown, Infinity Formula, Mayor Fisk, Gamma Wave, and Terrigen Clouds. Oh, those are very good. I have Fear Grips the World as Worthy, as we know, Alien Ship, Struggle for the Cube, Panic Grips the City as Evacuation Continues, and then Mutant Extremist Target U.S. Senators. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so... Taking one off the top. All right. Uh, Demons Downtown is the secure. Oh, boy. Okay. I got Panic Grips the City as evacuations continue. Okay. Demons and Panic. All right. I'm scared. Ooh, this is <laughs> all right. I'm going to make a note of this real quick. And, yeah. And Demons. All right. We're getting this is definitely, this would be an explosive game either way. All right. So. Let's let's run through the roster real quick. Okay, so I went with this kind of cabal brotherhood defenders roster, which I'm really not sure how I feel about it going into this. I just I was having a really hard time because I I listened to the Across the Bifrost episode where they did this, and I loved Pat's um, A Force Wakanda roster. Like, and I I so wanted to come back to building one of those. I'm like, no. They already did, like, that's what he did. I want to cover something totally different. And so that would be a little bit more my little bit more my style. And so I decided to go with something very offensive. And I had all of the extracts that are like um, alien ship, senators, scrolls. And my concept was, is that I want the center extracts that slow things down. And I have all sorts of characters that like pull you into my death trap. 
Oh, but of course. It was extracts. So we're gonna we're gonna see how this how this plays out. So I've got Magneto, Modoc, Doctor Strange, Red Skull, Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man is Peter. Medusa, Enchantress, Taskmaster, Mystique, Valkyrie, Gwen, Shuri, Okoye, Toad, and Wong. So that's quite, that's quite a mix. Yeah, just a really, really diverse mix. All right, so why don't you tell the listeners what you brought? Well, in classic Fury's finest fashion, there's actually some theme going on in my list. I'm li- really leaning to the cosmic side of things, but also some fun here too. But my list is as Guardians of the Galaxy. So my list is Thor. Prince of Asgard, Angela, Loki, Ronan, Valkyrie, Taskmaster, Hawkeye, Star-Lord, Groot, Lockjaw, Okoye, Black Widow, Rocket Raccoon, Toad, and Nebula. Okay. And you have priority, so you would get to pick the threat level, but it's 19 or 19. So very difficult decision for you now, Jesse. What do you you like? I, I suppose 19. I was hoping there was a different threat level there because... I do think it's one of the strengths of my list here. I do have a lot of, you know, threat choices, like variability with this amount of two and three threats. Yes, for sure. You definitely, I was a little concerned looking at your roster. If you, if we ended up making like a 15 or something, like you have a lot of versatility to build a high, a high impact team. There was definitely some scenarios that I was a little bit worried about, but We've got what we got. So we got Avac and Demons. So you get the first pick. You get your first recruit. Who's your who's your first character? You could pick a leader right away, or you could pick a character with some crossover like Angela that and that could leave you going either direction. Um, where or you could go Taskmaster or something. What what do you what are you thinking for your first pick? I'm thinking my first pick is actually Angela. You nailed it there. So yeah. That seems that seems totally reasonable. All right, Angela joins the squad. Okay, yeah, I mean, honestly, because I did not bring Angela, I specifically left out um, Cube and Hammers um, because I thought um, I had both. Yeah, I thought those. Like, if I'm not playing Angela, I don't feel like I should be bringing those. They just favor Angela so much. Okay, and I I specifically left my selection really open, so there was so there would be a lot of potential for which which direction that I would end up going. Um, I am going to start off with. Ooh, this is tough. Um, I'm going to go Enchantress. Not going to overthink this too much. Okay. Um. But I want to have some potential to mess with Angela coming across the board and stealing one of my evacuees. I'm, I like that thing, th- that thought process, yeah. So, and she she is in multiple affiliations for me, so I'm I'm okay. Well, is she in the, no? She's in one affiliation for me. But all right, I said Enchantress. We will go for it. So now. Um, you get to dismiss one of my characters. Who are we removing from one of my options? I'm thinking this is my gut speaking, and I think it's a simple pick. We're playing demons downtown. I don't want to be hexed. I am dismissing Doctor Strange. Okay. So no, no Strange for me. I'm gonna mark him off. So probably not gonna run Defenders now. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. No. 
theoretically possible. I could do Taskmaster, uh, Wong, and Valkyrie and still technically be defenders, but I'm not sure why you would do that. Okay, so you've got you've got a lot of a lot of great shenanigans. Um, <laughs> I think that given that we're gonna play on panic and uh there's a lot of things about both of these both of the crisis selection that i think is really potentially good for asgard having the ability to remove the incinerate and potentially set up for a great hired muscle angela team for evac i think the safest thing for me to do right now is to ban thor i would agree i would completely agree Okay, so let's let's commit to that. So now, um, now it's in your favor. Now I get to recruit two characters. That's right. So now I've got to start picking. So, um, well, Enchantress is Cabal, and so I could go Red Skull Modok right now, and that would leave me at uh, thirteen points which would mean I would need six more, which I have lots of ways to get to. All right. I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going MODOK, MODOK and Red Skull. Strong picks. Very strong. Yeah. I mean, being able to start off my team going Red Skull, Enchantress, MODOK feels good. But all right. So you, you now get to recruit too. I'm going to go Star-Lord and Valkyrie. Star-Lord and Valkyrie. Okay. So you don't quite have enough to put together a T. You don't have the official three for a team, but you've got, you got solid characters. Right. And, uh, you know, only 11 threats. Yeah. So far. But obviously there's no way for me to ban every other guardian. <laughs> right. And all the numerous twos I have. Yeah. Okay. So now I dismiss three this is insane <laughs> this is crazy <laughs> that, i love it oh uh, like that's a lot to think that's about. so many it's this so is, many dudes this is why i took so many threes and twos right here this is yeah for sure um okay well i'm obviously playing a very offensive team i think i want ronan gone oh no like I just with how offensive I want to be, I do not want to be getting judged all game long. I think that just has to be a thing. Okay. Um now is there anyone else that jumps out at me as just being cuz I there's there's no way that I, you have so many you have such a variety of characters. Uh, right. I'm not going to be able to like block you out of anything anything too cool. So I think I'm just going to cut out some big guns. I'm going to go Ronan Loki and Okoye because Okoye is the best character in MCP. So I should not let you play her and Loki and Ronan can both throw some, some wrench in the mix for MODOK, which obviously I have high intentions of using. So yeah, I'm going to go with that. Okay. So now you dismiss three, man. (laughs) How do you decide Jesse? What do you do? I know. I know. It's very tough. Well, my interesting thoughts going through my head right now. You've c- kind of committed to Cabal. Yes. That but is you true. only have a finite amount of Cabal left right now. 
but I don't necessarily need any more Cabal characters. Right, because you've kind of gone all three Cabal so far. Yes. So I, I have... Whereas I think in some rosters, unlike yours, you... I mean, obviously, I forced you into Guardians or non-affiliated, but you have so many Guardians. The ability for me to cut you out of Guardians is impossible, right? Like, right. there was no... You had way more than three Guardians remaining. You there's you had more than four. <laughs> like, uh, So there, there's no way that you wouldn't be able to get to... Um, get up to four different... Uh, four or five different Guardians. So... It just, for me, it was like cut at options. But I obviously, you could cut out additional Cabal characters because obviously I could choose Dark Rain. Dark Rain got a lot better with the how many, how expansive the Cabal affiliation roster is now. Right. But at the same time, you're obviously going to, like, I forced you into, if you were not already planning to play a super spammy team. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I have literally cut out almost everything that yeah I did everything that you you chose Angela My heavy hitters yeah and then I just removed everything above three threat <laughs> you did you certainly did now it's interesting inversely looking at your group right now I feel like you grabbed your your you know higher cost pieces and like I could essentially take away your lower cost pieces right now if I want some of the some of them like you could take all of my twos is right. absolutely something that you could do. Right. And then that just kind of commits you to two threes left essentially on this crisis, which is something. Um, so yeah, I'm going to dismiss the Koye because I know Amos's yeah. love of Koye. That's just got to go. I'm also going to dismiss Toad. Now the question is, is do I dismiss Wong or do I dismiss a viable three threat? And my initial thought is saying, let's just dismiss a viable three threat. So I'm going to dismiss Valkyrie. Okay. I mean, cutting a Koye in Valkyrie is, I think, generally a probably a pretty safe decision overall. I'm also thinking demons downtown, people going up Main Street. I'm also thinking about you being Cabal and probably wanting Valkyrie. Okay. So now, let's see. So we did the dismiss and dismiss. And so now I recruit two. And then immediately after that, you'll recruit two and then dismiss two. So this is the step where I think the, this is, this is kind of the, make sure you can play the threat level. Right. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And so well, for you, I think that's super easy, but I have um, 13 points, 13 threat worth of characters. So I need six. So. No matter what, you just need six right now to secure that. Basically. Yes. And so I have a few ways of doing that. I left myself a lot of options. So I could do like Wong and Medusa. Wong yes. would give me the ability to remove status effects, um, which could be important. And Medusa is just a baller. Or I could grab two different threes and add like Mystique, Gwen, or Shuri. Any combination of two of those. Or... I could grab Magneto and give myself the option of playing a four character team and then still grab a three so that I have, um, so that I would have the ability to still, cause you, your, your next dismiss is two. So if I grabbed one, three right now, right. Um, I would still have three threes left which would mean there's no way for you to dismiss all of them. Correct. 
but I'm not sure how much I care about having a four a four threat a four character option. Um, and so I think because you're going to be so spammy with characters, right? But we also did not end up with a secure that's so spread out, which I think would have benefited you quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and do Medusa and Wong. Okay, that four and that two. Yeah, that gets that locks me in for some options, and then, and then yeah, right we'll at yeah, and that, so I so at least I know I have a I have a 19 threat team that I like that I feel is is solid. And so uh so yeah, so then you're going to recruit two and then you immediately get a dismiss two of mine. Okay, so what's interesting right now is like just with Angela Starlord and Valkyrie, I'm at 11 out of the 19. Now, all that's left are threes and twos because you took away everyone above that threat level. So, yes. I'm really not in any fear of which way I go right here. What's interesting though is I have eight threat left. So that could be, you know, a bunch of twos. <laughs> right. Or that could be a three and some variations or two threes and a two, right? So I'm not worried too much of any route I go. So I think maybe my gut is just to kind of go something I want, maybe at this point. Yeah. I mean my I mean my initial thought would be take two threes because even if right. you have four twos left, right. And you're right. already going to be kind of spammy as it is like my, cause you, uh, you need eight more threat, right. That's a weird that math. So you can't hit it with all threes. And the only way you would get it with and you, cause you can't add a four. And so you either have to have all four fours or, or sorry, all four twos, or you need two threes and one, two. Right, which seems fine. Unless fine. you unless you literally decide to drop someone that you've already taken, which doesn't. Um, I mean, Angela's the only one who really messes with that math, but she's your baller and your first pick. I don't feel like there's going to be a situation where you don't play her. So right. I, I think my instinct would be take your two favorite twos that are still on the table. That would be my instinct. Uh, or, or sorry, take your two favorite threes. Yeah, sorry. We're, oh, saying two and three a lot. There's a lot, yeah. yeah. Well, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Taskmaster and Hawkeye. Okay. Well, so just a second. Before we commit to that, because I just want to make sure that there's no possibility of you getting screwed out of the affiliation bonus. Right. So if you took Hawkeye and Taskmaster, that means you have three affiliated characters. And so you would need a fourth mm-hmm. and there's, there's no way for me to stop you because we're going to do two recruit twos after this. And so even if I dismiss, um, there's no way for me to block you out of it. Right. Because you could either eat cause uh, cause you have Groot rocket and Nebula. And so there, there's no way I can completely block you out of the affiliation bonus. Right. Um, I think all I could do is maybe block Groot and Rocket and force you into Nebula as your two. Correct. Which is, I think, potentially fine. That's um, fine. Yeah. 
Okay. I just wanted to make sure that we didn't like lock you into something where like there was a really rough decision. Yeah, and I thought there, like, if I take Groot and Taskmaster there, I just guarantee Guardians no matter what. But I think in this particular instance, with the crisis that are showing and maybe the team you're developing, Hawkeye and Taskmaster is maybe the safer bet. And, you know, Taskmaster kind of cements, too, some of my affiliation stuff a little bit, which is helpful. One one potential option would have been to not take Hawkeye, take Taskmaster, and then take Rocket now. Right. Which would guarantee you your affiliation bonus. And I can't block you out of all of the other threes because you would still have three threes remaining. So even if I dismiss two of them, I just, I force your last choice between... Right, well, now you put it that way. Yeah. Between Groot, <laughs> Hawkeye, and Lockjaw. Which so it's kind of like hedging my bets. Like I'm choosing... A three and a two, but right? then see which um, way you go with the dismiss. And so, I've, and it also depends on how much you want to run, um, like we are Groot or uh, Deadly Duo. Correct. So I do think there's the possibility that choosing Groot and Rocket right now is potentially very good for you. Yeah, because we always got to think about the text cards as well, how it's yeah, not... Because you can pick any of them that you want. Which is crazy. It makes We Are Groot even better. I right. think you've convinced me on this for that reason alone, because I was thinking Taskmaster is more just a safe bet, but I mean, securing Rocket just period as a yeah. two is probably the safest bet, no matter quest- what else I go is the three, yeah. Yeah, the question for me, for the question I would say is like, I like the idea of securing Rocket for your team right now because I just feel like he's, he's pretty boss. Then the question is, is it more important in this case to take Groot or take Taskmaster? I think both are very valid choices. And they're and similar it, roles. Right. And doing. so the, the question for me, it was probably would come down to how likely are you wanting to run We Are Groot or Deadly Duo? And my initial thought is Deadly Duo could be very, very strong. I think um, it's strong on this Demons Downtown, for sure. Yeah. So, so that's... That That decision will leave up to you. I don't think I have a, a, like a final say in my brain. Uh, well, I kind of like... No, I think I agree with you. I think I kind of like locking Rocket and Groot right now, for sure, and then like leaving Taskmaster up to you if you want to get rid of that. or Because... In a weird way, in this format, we've and you and I were talking about this off mic. Like someone like Taskmaster, we're going to see a lot in this format because he's strong up front and he's strong at the end of the draft as well. Yeah, I mean, he definitely gives you options at the end, but I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much I would prioritize targeting him at this point. Yeah, I'm going to um, rocket group. Okay. I like it. So you that does mean that you are sixteen. You are locked. You you can run. You can run guardians guaranteed. You have access to a lot of key tactics cards guaranteed. The worst thing I can do to you at this point is force you into your final three. Correct. Right. I I could make you choose between Hawkeye, Lockjaw, and Taskmaster. I could basically dictate which of those you're going to get. Yeah, and I'm fine with any of those, honestly. (laughs) So, Yeah. Okay, so if I'm not missing a step now, you are going to dismiss two from me. And then you'll dismiss two from me, correct? Yes. Okay, so this is where we get interesting. So you're already at your 19th threat. 
Yes. All you're all you're essentially taking from me is options at this point. Right, but I can take away some threes right now, which seems pretty strong. You know. So just to refresh the listener and everything, so you've got Red Skull and Modok, first of all, and Chantress. And then you got Medusa and your two threat, right? And Wong is, is my, Wong is my two threat, which I'm not a huge Wong fan. I know. I, that was a curveball for me from you. I do like him in this crisis. Like, it can be really nice to do some things like pull, you know, because Modoc can get pushed around and he doesn't want to spend an action getting rid of Incinerate, but that can be a really rough thing for him that starts skewing the math out of his favor. Correct. Um, and so just having a way where he can just like Wong, like I've had situations where Wong's like, all right, I shake my incinerate. I remove incinerate from this dude. Go like strong. Yeah. Right. Like I, I like him doing that a lot in this crisis. And so you, you could, you could kill Magneto just mm-hmm. to be like, I don't want have to deal with Magneto and Modoc just mowing through my team. If that's a concern. You could cut two threes. I have threes, yeah. I have four threes remaining, so you can't cut me out of the ability of using them, but you could force me into which two I would have to take um, if I decide to flex out of Wong and Medusa. Yeah, and I think that's the route I'm going. I'm pretty confident I want to remove Gwen and Shuri and leave you only with Taskmaster and Mystique to choose from. The, I will say, because you leave Mystique and Taskmaster, it does give me a little bit more flexibility where I don't have to play Enchantress. Right. Um, I don't sure that matters. Um, okay, no. so, I mean, <laughs> killing Gwen and Shuri, those are two strong characters. I can, I can understand why you, would, uh, why you would nix those. Well, and the pushing, and then, the, of course, with Shuri, and then, of course, the life-saving with Gwen, all viable on these current objectives we're on. So, I'm just going to yeah. take them away. Okay, so you just uh, and now I dismiss two. Correct. Right? Point that we're at? Okay. Um, I'm thinking that Lockjaw has to go. (laughs) No, it's true. I I just don't think I want to deal with additional movement shenanigans and additional dice for Angela. Okay. I just think that that has to go. And so now I think I think giving you more flexibility in the two slot is not a big deal to me at the moment. Okay. Um, there is a part of me that wants to kill Nebula just because <laughs> she can stun Modok, which sucks a little bit when that happens. Right. And so you, you could flex, but you'd have to drop rocket for that, which I mean, they're both the, like that's, that's a difficult decision in of itself. Right. Um, Hawkeye Hawkeye cannot stun, right? It's been a while since I've played Hawkeye. Right. He can shock and, and incinerate. Shock and incinerate. Um and, uh, slow got, and slow. Yeah. He's got some big carrot. Slow is not huge. Although I'm not really sure I want you having the ability to shock. Taskmaster, I think, is probably okay. Yeah. I mean I would for I mean I would it's basically like saying, do I, because whichever one I get rid of, you have to take. Or whichever one I don't get rid of, you have to take. <laughs> Are you saying of, of the threes or of yeah, the twos? If I, if, when I kill the other three, you have to take that three. 100%. Like, 
So I really am like, it's, I, I know that I have to face said character. Um, so I think <laughs> as much as I like blowing Hawkeye off the table, um, he's too much of a threat here. I think, I think there's some high potential for what he could do. Um, especially with access to the, the, the guardians leadership and yes. being able to get him some rerolls and stuff too. Um, so yeah, I think I'll, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill Hawkeye and Lockjaw and force you into Taskmaster, which okay. is was kind of what I was thinking when I was making the suggestion because you were you were ready to grab Taskmaster, yeah. and I in my head I was like Taskmaster is probably the three that I leave for you anyway. So if he's critical to your plan, there's a reasonable chance you're still gonna get him. And so you were like you were ready to grab Taskmaster and be like I am locking in Taskmaster and I'm and gonna it- give it to you anyway. <laughs> Well, in retrospect, I think he was more critical to like my ability to play Asgard in this. Really, I mean, like he was my flex piece because obviously I have less Asgardians on this list than I do Guardians, right? And then I also have a lot of two threats, which are just kind of my—they're the unaffiliated, affiliated Guardians, what I call them. Like the characters, like Akoya and Toad, they're just—they're—they're not Guardians, but like they—they. Bread and butter <laughs> on that team, you know. Yep. So that that was my thinking with Taskmaster. Okay, so now I have to recruit two, right? Uh, wait a second. We've got, or do I dismiss two on you? Um, no, I dismiss two. So now you're going to recruit yep. two. We've got. That's... We both recruit two, then we dismiss one, and then we recruit one. So, um, so yeah, it's pretty you, simple you, here for you, me. You so I think you're taking Taskmaster, right? 100%. And then I'll yeah. stick in Nebula. I think I just have to. Okay. Um, I do think there's... Because you got Taskmaster, you don't have to include Rocket if you don't want to. And I do think Toad is an interesting one in this in this situation. Like, again, he's he another way to hand out Incinerate, but maybe... Um, and I think for this sort of spammy team, I like Toad is probably my pick as like the second best two threat in the game behind Okoye. Um, but I think for your team, Rocket may still be better. So there's just there was a yeah. thought process where I'm like, ah, you know, would it would the best pick be Taskmaster and Toad? But I mean, I, I certainly don't blame you for taking Nebula in this case. Yeah, I think I have to just in this format and what we're presented with right now. Uh, Toad is my current favorite two threat in the game. Um, just putting that out there. Uh, he's great. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So you take your two. And so now I get a recruit two. And so of the four characters that are left, Mystique, Taskmaster, Spider-Man, Magneto. Um, if I want the ability to... If I want the ability to play a couple of threes, I would have to take both Taskmaster and Mystique. Yes. Um, You'd have to go all in right now. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to take both of them. Um, Hmm. I could... I don't have Toad, and so there's no way I could, like, guarantee the ability to play Cabal right now either, because basically all of my Cabal characters are... (laughs) are still on the chopping block. That's true. So if I'm trying to like increase my options, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and Tell as much me. as there's a part of me that wants to grab Spider-Man now, so I have an option to play him instead of uh, Medusa, because I do like the potential ability to like webline people into Modoc shenanigans. Yes. Uh, and so that that's really strong. That was a big part of why Gwen and Spider-Man were on this roster. And so having that is definitely interesting to me. But um, hmm. I think I think I'm just going to take Taskmaster and Mystique now. Give me that option in case I need a bit more list flexibility, and then because I think there's a reasonable chance you might leave me Spider-Man anyway. Um, because you may not want to give me the ability to flex into Cabal. So I might get Spider-Man without having to take him now. And at least that that gives you an interesting decision to wrap things up. So, yeah. I'm all right. I'm, I'm going to lock it in. Taskmaster, okay. Taskmaster and Mystique. So... It's a strong play, yeah. All right. So now you dismiss one. So uh, the exact decision we were just talking about. You have the Out choice. Out of the two you have left? Magneto and Spider-Man. And so obviously killing Magneto takes me out of the ability to run four characters. Correct. It also would take away my ability to play um to play Brotherhood if I wanted to. Spider-Man negates some of my flexibility um with swapping between him and Medusa, but do I want him over Medusa? Not sure. I'm not sure. Um, you it's don't strange. have a lot of. You don't have any mystic attacks to threaten Spider-Man. It's true. You have no mystic attacks, so he's a little bit better in this situation than in normal situations where you have all sorts of potential threats for him. Cause like you, you don't have strange and defenders. You don't have Loki anymore. You don't have Modoc. You, you don't have Ma. You have none of his, like none of the things that paints a huge target on his head. But, but uh, I don't mean, obviously like these, they're the last two. So I'm not sure this is a big decision either way. Yeah. I don't really think it's much of a decision because the way you've structured your list, it's like, it's like Peter or Medusa, or it's like Magneto, and maybe instead of Modok. It's it's really it's strange because they're fulfilling similar roles, right? Like it's replacing a displacement person for a displacement person, or replacing like a big powerhouse character for a big powerhouse character. So the better question is like, do I just get rid of Peter and just basically give you the option to play Magneto or Modok? But I probably know it's going to be Modoc for flexibility's sake. There's also reason to just take Magneto, just so you know which affiliation I'm playing, which might make it a little bit easier in your final decisions. Yeah. If, if, and, you, if you mix Magneto, then you know I'm playing Cabal, and so that that gives you a little bit less. Because um, all, all of a sudden, after all this conversation, if you leave me Magneto, suddenly I can look down and go, "Do I want to play Magneto, Taskmaster, Mystique, which twelve? And so seven to get there, I could do Wong and Modok. Yeah, which seems fine. Yeah, that, that does give me a whole different flex to try to like complicate things for you. Not a lot of throws outside of Magneto, but still, I mean, something. Magneto and Modok will empty a table. They can. 
I mean, they will, they will certainly uh, take everything, take everything off of a table. I mean, I could also not play Modoc and play Enchanter. <laughs> don't have another three, so I would not be able to flex that. Um, well, I also considered like dismissing Modoc as my one of my first dis- dismisses, but it was like. You know, the route you went immediately with Red Skull and Modoc kind of solidified a lot of things. But yeah, let, let's go ahead and get rid of Magneto. That way, you're basically, no matter what, choosing Spider Man or Medusa as your displacement four threat piece if you go that route. Yeah, a big part of how I designed this roster was to see if people want to target Modoc right away because mm-hmm. I'm not a like a hardcore Modoc player. I think he's a versatile option, but yeah. I don't feel like I need him. And I think that can be an interesting target where, like, I think he pulls attention in a, in a certain way. Like, some people just don't want to play against him, and he's totally non-essential for me. I don't care. If you if you nix Modoc, like, I have lots of other routes to play here. Yeah, um, I care more about Strange, personally, than this. Yeah. So. Um, and I mean, I there was a part of why I was like, Strange was the one... Whereas I said, like, I kind of felt like maybe I needed another two or needed another four. And... But I kind of wanted to keep Strange in there. I liked the I liked the potential for in certain crisis situations for me to like um, uh, have the ability to go. Well, I can play defenders and do some do some here. Um, but okay, so you nix Magneto, and so I have one dismiss left. There's Black Widow and Toad. Um, I think. You you absolutely can flex your two threat spot because you got because I left you Taskmaster, so yes. you have the ability to play whichever of your two threats that you want. Um, so the big question is Toad versus Black Widow, and I think I'm actually going to leave you Toad. I think I want to get rid of Black Widow because she's just so fast, um, and I think there's a lot of potential in this one for her to run away with an, potentially have her run away with a, uh, uh, with a civilian that could just present some problems. So, okay. so I'm going to, I'm going to leave you toad as much as I not sure how I feel about that decision. It's a painful decision to say out loud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And our last picks are obviously you get toad oh, and I get Spider-Man. So so just to recap, so here is so my final roster to design from is one second, just crossing a few things off. Okay, so I ended up with Modoc, Red Skull, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Medusa, Enchantress, Taskmaster, Mystique, and Wong. So that's I mean I my initial thoughts there is I do like the roster that I ended up with. And so what about you? What was your final list of characters? I'm pulling it up here. <clears throat> so I have... So we should be at just like a normal roster now, correct? Not quite. I believe it's nine characters. I think... Um, is it That answers my question then. Yeah. I was making sure it was nine and not ten. Yeah, you don't end up with a full roster. You, you, you end up with slightly less. So I ended up with Angela, Hawkeye, Nebula, Rocket, Star Wars. Oh, not Hawkeye. Um, no, sorry, not Hawkeye. Uh, <laughs> you're like, I did not want Hawkeye at all. Yeah, I, I decided against that. <laughs> Who am I thinking of that's on Hawkeye's spot? 
got Angela, Groot, yes. Valkyrie, Taskmaster, Star Lord, Rocket, Toad, and Nebula. Is that eight? Uh, that is eight. Is eight the right amount for? I guess eight's the number. That's why I was thinking maybe that. I think I said eight. Hawkeye because when you said nine. Yeah, you get eight, seven, or dismissed. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's the team then. Yep. So how are you? How are you feeling about your building a team from those eight characters? I think it's very easy for me. Um, a nineteen thread, of course. I've got a lot of options here. Obviously, my entire team is threes and twos and one five. <laughs> yes. So it's interesting. It's 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 very interesting. Obviously, Starler is going to be included no matter what. So that's three of the 19. Then I got 16 left, which I think is some options. You know, I've got three twos. You you get a flexor two spot. Any Mm -hmm. of the options are potentially viable. And you you basically get to choose one of the threes to drop. Like you can choose between Taskmaster, Valkyrie, Groot, um, one of the any you could just go whichever one you're just not really feeling in the team design. So you you don't you neither of us are locked into something. Yeah, you know I've always sang Groot's praises when some people have not, and you know it's funny as I think like Groot in this format is a lot stronger. Like Ominous and I were talking about because now the ability to choose any tactics cards you want innately makes We Are Groot go up because I can I can get the healing cards I want off of the, you know, errata list format. And then, of course, I can get We Are Groot on top of that. If I want to go that route, you know, there's options, which is really interesting, rather than having, like, predefined set eight, then going down to your five, you know. It's fun with this format. I really do think some cards are getting some new life from this. Yeah, and I mean, we didn't even talk about it because I didn't really bring a ton of energy attackers to the roster to threaten Groot. Right. Um so, I mean, maybe that like maybe that's a reason to take Spider-Man over Medusa is Spider-Man does have an energy attack. Um, but oh, I do have red pills, so I'm not completely void of of having the option. And I'm probably running Enchantress, so I'm not I'm not like crazy strong in the in the energy attack situation, but I'm not I'm certainly not I'm not bad in it. So but yeah, you so you're going to end up running you're running are you running 6 or 7 with with Angela? <laughs> Good questions. Good questions. Um cuz you go Angela, Star-Lord and then two other threes, so or do you are you running three other threes? So many characters. I think Angela, at 19 Star-Lord. I can I can actually only run Six, if that makes sense. I'm, what's weird though is I could, I could run seven and eighteen. Star Lord, Taskmaster, Valkyrie, Groot, Nebula, Rocket, Toad. That's eighteen, right? Are you actually you? You do have to run all of your threes, actually. So that was the part I forgot about. You you don't yep. actually have any flexibility there with how things played out. You really. I have to you're, run six wide, basically. Yeah, you're gonna with run. Angela. You're gonna run six characters with Angela unless you play a point down, which I don't. I don't see any reason in this design for you to do that. Not against uh, the ball, Modok, probably. No. Yeah, 
Non-demons. Um, so, yeah, you ended up with a little less options than me, which I right. kind of thought was going to be the opposite, right? Same, same. Uh, yeah. I think losing my fours hurt me there, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, it did cut you out of some of the versatility that your twos bring. And so maybe that's a... Because you, you had five twos. Yeah, but I'm also happy with a team like Star-Lord, Angela, Taskmaster, Valkyrie, Rocket Group. I'm, ha- I'm yeah. very happy with that, you know? Six wide. Yeah. So which... Do you have a two that you're leaning towards then? Like, because you got Rocket, Toad, and Nebula. Is it still like... Rocket and Groot, we're going to Deadly Duo up in this B? It's probably Deadly Duo, or I go the Toad route and lean more into the civilians, is my thinking. You know? Yeah, like, I, Groot, yeah. Groot would be on the Demons Downtown, and then Toad would be break, break it off and get the civilians. Or we just go Deadly Duo, plus we are Groot. I'm into it. Yeah, there's definitely a lot to like there. I, I do think I'm probably going with the initial team that I built, like the first <laughs> the five characters, right? I like Red Skull, Modok, Enchantress, okay. Medusa, and Wong on Demons and Evac. There's there's a lot to like about that. Uh, the big question is, like, who's picking up? Because you do get to put in, like, the deployment is something to think about because you definitely get to deploy Angela last. Which I will do for sure. Right. And so you get to pick which side she's going to go for. And so she could absolutely cross the board and steal a civilian. And she's hard to take down. You also right. would have the ability to potentially just dump a tactics card right away and just give her three defensive rerolls. I'm fine with that too. Yeah. You could, you could make it real hard. Yeah. That's like the question we ask here is like, do I really want to fight the ball up Main Street, as it said? And, like, do I just want to take my six activations and, like, lean into civilians early on and then kind of pivot to the Demons downtown, you know? Because um, that's probably the way I would go. Like, Groot would get the easy one. Angela would get the far, the far one. And then everything else in the middle kind of fills in in the yeah. obvious ways, you know? Yeah, I think my instinct would be that I would probably plan to put Enchantress on one side and Medusa on the other as okay. my going after the extracts. Because I, I don't really threaten yours. I have and that maybe that's one reason to flex in Spider-Man over Medusa. Okay. Spider-Man yeah. is the one character that I have that could go and steal one of yours. You could kind of meet me on the, those terms, yeah. Right, I could I could put some pressure on you in that respect. Because honestly, you don't have a character that really threatens Spider-Man in the way that you would normally see in a game, right? Like, sure. Um, and so there there is definitely potential for that, and that, I don't know, that's something I'd have to think long and hard about because I do like having that option. Spider-Man would put a lot of pressure on your team because yeah, you just don't. Your your biggest threat to him is Angela, and Angela's gonna be busy. <laughs> She's got she probably has bigger fish to fry. But if I don't run Spider-Man, um then I do think Medusa on one side, Enchantress on the other side, and have them be my they're gonna probably pick up the extracts, uh assuming that you don't come after mine. And then kind of send Wong, Red Skull, 
and Modoc kind of up the middle. Yep. Um, yeah, I think we would end up with a really interesting game. Yeah, I, I would agree completely. It'd be Taskmaster probably got up the middle too, like he like he likes to do. Um, what's interesting is I've got some some decent ranged attacks, and then of course some decent <laughs> like Angel and Valkyrie when they're in there. You know, it's it's a problem, and they're they're good at what they do. So I'm really curious how this matchup would turn out, like you said, because you've got some interesting control stuff that I, that I really don't have, but I've also got some interesting spikes. If I get some good rolls or some good wing and re-rolls and of course the, you know, rocket and group turn, you know, deadly yeah, zero, for sure. that, I mean, how that goes could be a lot of things too. And of course, I, deadly duo is always good, but deadly duo on a map that's straight up the middle is very powerful, obviously. And I, that's where Wong will start struggling late game onward because it's going to be, if my Rocket's still alive, well, Rocket, if he's alive late game, his powers as a two-threat really start showing, I think, in a lot of ways. If he gets that deadly duo off, he gets multiple attacks off, if he's getting booby traps off, you know, late game because he's fed with power. Um, and then Wong kind of trails off. Though I am very scared with MODOK with Red Skull and Wong as his support crew. Yes, you do get the full MODOK support package. That's crazy. Yeah, it's good. And, I mean, whether I run Spider-Man or Medusa, there's still characters that can pull um, pull people into his, his you know, murder bubble. Correct. Um, yeah. And Enchantress, like, she can walk. Like, I have a lot of ability to walk characters off. Um, this is actually one where uh, the tactics card selection gets really interesting. Like, maybe... I think there's a a very strong reason for you to take psionic shielding device. <laughs> I would agree. That's very true. Like cuz you you with the with the potential for me running Modok and Enchantress, the ability for me to move so many of your characters around feels like it could be a problem. I would agree. No, entirely. And I I think that strategy like I was talking about earlier like that things to prevent control and things to prevent damage or to heal damage might be beneficial for my team. Cause even when I don't need them, of course I just burn them and wing, wing it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I kind of like, wish I had Groot on my team. I would love to be able to, we are Groot <laughs> all of these characters. That sounds amazing. I mean, we are Groot is already such a powerful and great card. And I feel like in this format, it's just so much better. Like, cause you just take it when you want it, you know, you don't yeah. need to put it in your eight. Like, Oh, I'm not playing Groot. Okay. Then, it's not even consideration, right? But, like, if I've got potentially, like, med pack and We Are Groot and maybe Field Dressing, like, there's a lot of interesting things here. If I chain them the right ways, can work and kind of push back on that insane MODOK damage we've all come to know, you know? You do realize that we could have a Living Strands off. We could have Medusa versus um, Angela. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. While people are getting incinerated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, lots of hair and uh, ribbons everywhere for sure. That would be, that would be a hilarious. I don't know if they've ever fought in the comics. Maybe I got to like message Greg and like, has Medusa and Angela ever dueled like that's, the hair I mean, that's, strands? That's a question I can ask Chris on my podcast. Of course. Um, I don't think so off the top of my head just because of Angela's 
strange and storied history and something I'm really looking forward to getting into on the podcast. You know, her, she's jumped companies. She's jumped licenses. You know, she's got a crazy story. I'm a big fan um, to learn it, you know? So yeah, for sure. I mean, a spawn character into Marvel. (laughs) It's just, it's just interesting to say, you know, and then pursue that written by Neil Gaiman, by the way, of all things. So it's something. Very, very talented writer. Uh, 100%. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap up the primary episode here. In the bonus episode, Jesse and I are going to dive into the format a little bit more, share our thoughts on how we felt about the format prior to doing the draft and how we feel about it afterwards, potential changes to the roster, and if there are some characters now that jump out to us um, that should, you know, be more more prevalent or less prevalent in in our rosters and see where we're going with that but uh if you guys are not supporting the patreon i totally understand it is not for everyone but i very much appreciate when you do but thankfully if you want to hear some more jesse you can go check out fury's finest um and you can even start with the the x-men roster draft construction that we did which was super fun i love that episode i was a little jealous it wasn't an ominous protocol episode it was a very good episode, I will say. We had a lot of organic and natural conversation. And then, of course, a long conversation that I, of course, produced a lot to trim down and get in a digestible format. But what I like about that discussion, Omnis, is like you and I basically went at a completely just blank slate, you know? Like, we're going to make a team from the ground up, however long it takes. We're going to talk through our decision-making. And hopefully the listeners of my show and your show alike get something out of that through our thought process, which I think is really fun. Kind of like we did today where we're talking about a thought process on this new format, but this was just purely X-Men in the standard format. So, yeah, it was, I re I really, really enjoyed the episode and I was glad that we, that we got to do it because it, you, when you were like, well, what do you think about this? I'm like, Oh yeah, I am all in on building X-Men rosters. Let's do this. Storm is my girl. I am. It was really hard for me to not build storm rosters, by the way, like the idea of having a Wakanda a force team was definitely Mm -hmm. on my mind, but again, Jesse, thank you so much for recording this with me. This is, this was a blast. I'm really glad that we did this. Um, and I'm excited to try this format more. Um, I'm a little sad that we're not like in the same area. So I can't be like, Hey Jesse, let's meet up tomorrow and wear masks and like, Oh my gosh, see this, see this played out. Like this would be a blast. I would have, have so many characters for me to murder. It would be so much fun. Yeah. That's, that's how it goes. Yeah. For guardians sometimes, but yeah, also a lot of characters for me to do things on the maps. I <laughs> would be a big fan of that as well you know all these multi time zones we got going it's great that we actually got time to record and work together it's been a crazy month here in oklahoma we've you know no power you know electricity internet i mean bursting pipes all the things it's it's been a wild time so i'm really happy to talk mcp and even just conceptualize playing which i have played recently had a blast um diving into some new teams for me has been a really fun thing but yeah if anyone has not heard our show, check out Fury's Finest. And uh, we talk about our love of this wonderful game just all the time, you know, since the game launched on that channel, like on our podcast. Not just the game. Like it's your love of the comics <laughs> characters. Like Movies, it goes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We want to make the game as enjoyable to every player, whether the you know, most casual to the most competitive, we want to make the game equally enjoyable to everyone. And I think, you know, 
hopefully we achieve that on our character geek dogs for sure and give, give the information and uh, you run with it. You know, you do what you want with the information. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the primary episode. Again, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to Ominous Protocol. Again, definitely go check out Fury's Finest. They're available basically everywhere, you know, iTunes. Um, I'll reshare their stuff on Twitter. You can find them in all the all the popular places. Um, so I think the best way for me to end this episode would be to say the most OP thing that you can do is start with Enchantress. That's so true. I think that worked out for me. So, peace, nerd. Cheers. <laughs>